Hello guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Crystal Marie uh, and today's topic is going to be something that I've been thinking about for a while now and that's the concept of how to date after marriage, right? How to properly date, like things you should look out for um, and whether you should even be dating at all. Um, so first things first, I'm just, I'm just going to share a little bit, you know, about my journey. Uh, I finalized my divorce about a year ago. And, um, one thing I will say, one thing that I have learned is if you are going to be dating Either, you know, when you've claimed you're about with whether you file for divorce and you're starting the dating process or you're fully divorced. Um, my number one rule, if you are to have success with dating after divorce, is to have done the inner work on yourself and to have fully forgiven your spouse and to be your spouse and to be in a good mental state. Do not, I repeat, Please, 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 for your sake, do not date if your mind is not mentally well. If you are sad or devastated, do not date. If you're lonely, do not date. If you're looking for somebody to fill in a gap that you cannot fill or the void yourself, do not date. If you're looking to use people and you know, you, it, and you're in a destitute situation, do not date unless you have a full understanding of the implications, meaning your needs, your desires, anywhere where you feel lack is an area for someone to exploit or to take advantage of. Um, so I, that's the reason why I'm saying like, you shouldn't be dating if you're in a bad state. Um, so the first things you should do when you have gotten your divorce or when you know you're going to be getting a divorce is to really, the first things first is to reassess where you have went wrong, right? To reassess where you have went wrong um, and to realize what you could be better at. And then, you know, like if your divorce was caused because of the other person, okay, fine. But what things did you contribute to aid in your divorce? So like in my case, um, my spouse, he treated me like he was ashamed of me, right? Because of my weight and different things like that. And most people from the outside looking in, um, you're going to be in one of two parties. You're going to say, okay, you deserved it. She deserved it. She was an embarrassment to her husband. And then there's another subset of people will be like, I can't believe he would do something like that. You, you're better than that. I should have never done that to you. Where does the truth lie? Somewhere in the middle, right? So the fact of the matter is no matter, regardless of what anyone says, or no matter if, he, if the person was wrong or right, in their reason, like say they cheated or different things, no matter if they're wrong or right in their reasons for what they did, what they did, you need to think to yourself, what could I have done or been better at? Are there any areas where I was lacking or lagging that could have led to this? So like, even in my case, like, you know, it wasn't right how, you know, um, my ex-husband treated me. 
he's he was good in lots of areas too, guys. The the areas like you know certain areas were just it's just very very painful for me. But at the end of the day, I forgive him. And um, that's because, look, it, I've had lots of time to really assess. I've dealt with lots of different types of individuals uh, after getting a divorce. I've dealt with catfishes, regular people, all sorts of people, right? Um, but that's why I say, like, you you have to be careful about, like, whether or not you've done your full healing because you will be susceptible because you're lonely and you want somebody to talk to you, right? Um, and so, and then it's hard because when you're newly divorced, you have so many people coming at you and it's just hard to know who's who, who has good intent, who has bad intent, right? Um, but I'm going to give you some tips on how to sift through that in a bit as well. But what I'm saying is, please, like, I, in my case, like, I came to the realization, okay, yeah, um, I don't like how my ex treated me. And yes, I was dealing with hormonal issues around the weight gain, but at the end of the day, I if if I if I was truly invested in my own happiness and my um and my husband's happiness, I would have done something about it, right? Um I would have done something about it. Like I would have made more of an effort. I was trying to do something about it, like natural, holistic and stuff like that. But perhaps there was something more that I could have done. And so the lesson for me is even if it fell apart, I still believe in being my absolute best version of myself. Right. Um, And just really looking and taking things as, okay, it's sort of like, if you were, I'll give you an example. Like it's sort of like one year I took like a really, really hard, um, math class. Right. And for that, and that was the same year my parents were getting divorced and I was just not really in a mental space to feel like learning it. Right. So I ended up getting a 60 something in the class. I had to go and take a summer class. Um, and in that summer class, I ended up getting an A for that class and ended up picking up all the work and being able to do it very well. Um, right. The, what was the difference? The only difference was that I did it the second time around and that this time I was, well, I was learning that whole time, but I just wasn't, I wasn't learning, um, as quickly or whatever, but all the while I was picking up the information because when I went to go and do it in the summer class, I was, I did amazing, right? I did amazing. Um, so what I'm saying is sometimes the first time around, we don't always get things right or, you know, perfectly perfect, but thankfully, as long as we're still alive in the land of the living, we can just get better and better and better. So anyhow, I said all that to say um, your goal and your purpose when you get out of a marriage, out of a relationship, is to reassess the things that you could improve upon and the things that you're happy and content with. And then your next thing to reassess is what do you truly want in a partner? What is the most important things to you? Um, you must, you know, you must know what it is you want. Set your standards, set your values. Do you want a person who is kind? Do you want a person who is family oriented? Do you want a person who is loving, caring, you know, wealthy, whatever you want? A person who loves animals, right? person who loves to read, a smart, you know, articulate person, uh, humanitarian. What do you want? Like, what do you, what types of traits or beautiful characteristics do you want in, in the person that you're with, you know? 
Um, do you want them to be a certain height, a certain look, whatever you want? It doesn't really matter. Just write it down, get intentional about it. The reason I'm telling you guys to get intentional about it is because it's easy to fall for different people's schemes and things when they <laughs> message you and you're feeling lonely, right? Like if, but if you know what you want and you know that they don't fit that, and they don't fit that qualification, um, then you'll know to say no. Okay. So it's just that simple, like knowing where you could be better, knowing what it is you want. And then the next step would be really putting yourself together financially, making sure that you're okay. And if you're good in that regards, good. But here's the catcher. When you get a divorce, you now become a target for people who may not have as much. Um, and so you need to be careful about who you disclose what to. Okay. So when you're dating, when you're a newly divorced person or in the separation phase, do not disclose your finances with anyone. And most important, do not give your money to any person for any reason. Um, you know, that is the quickest way to become a victim of being scammed. You know, we have scam artists every day. Like in our last video, like I talked about, using other people's pictures, using other people's likeness. Maybe they're from different countries, trying to connect with you on WhatsApp, um, lying that they're having an event. Like first they'll tell you they're rich, but then they will just start requesting money from you, telling you to send it via Bitcoin because they don't have a regular account, trying to get your account information, trying to get your IDs, um, anything where they're asking you for your information, but they won't disclose theirs. And you've never spoken to them on video. But even if you have, if it looks like a digitally altered image because they can now do that they can now make an image look like it's talking but it looks so creepy i don't know if you guys have seen that um but the point is is they can do all sorts of stupidity so my number one thing is if you are gonna say if you met somebody online um you need to meet them in a public place they are no more special than anyone else and if there looks if they look to be like they don't have much or something's going on or even if you're talking to a person online say they're in a different country but they don't have themselves together um or you know they are looking for a citizenship like all these things now that you're into you know the dating scene you need to be aware of even the guys from here you need to make sure that they're not users or they don't have an idea that women should be doing everything or you know what I mean? Like even for the guys, like you guys got to protect yourself. There are women that will take every, they will take you for everything. Um, you should not be giving women money unless you're actually with them and you actually have a real established relationship. If you've never met them, talk to them on video or anything like that, you should not be sending no lady money. Um, and, and you only send the amount that you know will not hurt you or your life or your finances in the future. Okay. So that goes for the men and for the women. You don't give more than what you would be comfortable with losing. That's my number one thing. But I would say you don't give anything at all. If anything, if they start asking you, you start making requests from them. Because the thing about it is, is that a lot of these people, they don't really want love. They want to see what they can get from you. And they know that since because you're a recently divorced person, uh, you may have a little bit more assets. Like, especially if you're a woman, you may have gotten money from your husband. So you may have more or if you're a man, you're recently divorced, you may be lonely and sad. So they'll try to take advantage of you in that way. So you need to really be aware of the dating environment and the climate. 
always meet these people in real life. And if they're in a different state, supposedly, make sure that you can see them on a video and make sure that that video is real and it's not a digitally a digitally altered image. Also, they can change their voices to make it sound like they're a different person. So just be aware of different anomalies and different things like that. And be aware if they have a, uh, they only could talk to you via WhatsApp. Because I always use WhatsApp as an example because a lot of these people will use fake numbers they'll generate and they'll, tr- they'll get an account for WhatsApp and they'll try to trick people. So just make sure you're talking to an actual legitimate person. Um, once you meet this person in real life, make sure that the job is what they say it is. Make sure that all their things, you know, that they are claiming are true. If you notice cracks in the foundation and they're lying, everybody, nobody tells hundred percent of the truth, but if you, there's too many things that are too many red flags, you're dealing with a person who's not honest and that's not a good way to set a good foundation for meeting somebody new. Right. Um, so I would say the number one things when dating is getting yourself together, establishing your list for what you want, and then making sure you're not dealing with the catfish and then making sure that when you start to talk to these people, if they don't meet your criteria, of what it is that you truly want or desire for a relationship. Say like, even in my case, like I guess somebody who uh, was um, was ashamed of me for the weight gain that I had, right? Okay, so in my next relationship, obviously I'm gonna work on my weight gain, right? But, but the thing is, is that I know to look for a person who will be genuinely accepting no matter what, right? Like they will love me. I know that's a hard ask, but at the end of the day, also too, and I, because I, I know that that's an area that I needed to fix, that that's something that not only will I fix, but then I'm also going to have a requirement though. Um, and I'm going to ask them questions about their levels of acceptance and different things like that. Like there are just certain things, like once you've been through something once, you know, it's not going to be a repeat because you'll do something to fix it. But besides that, you, the way that you choose will be a little different as well. Right. Um, you, uh, the, what I'll be looking for will be a little bit different. Um, but nobody is bad in the dating case. They only except for the scam artists and people like that. When it comes down to dating, we're just all different, but it's just important to find people that are on the same page as you, um, so that you can build the best, most beautiful life possible. You want somebody who you can be truly happy with. And even if you're going to get mad at them, cause nobody's relationship is perfect. You just want somebody that you can genuinely build a life with, work through your issues and just have something great. So, in order to have something great, it takes the, you know, the understanding um, that you must create the world that you want and um, you must not allow anything that is not in alignment with what it is that you truly want to be a part of your existence, right? It's just that simple because we are the gods and creators of our own life and our own universe, but how are we going to get what we want if, if you are ignoring the very things that you need and desire within your own universe as your own God. And yes, there is a God, but a reason I say within your own universe and as your own God is because God has created us in his image with his abilities of creation and his abilities of being able to will things and yield things into existence. But we as human beings have to learn the power that we have. And part of having that power is being intentional and knowing what it is that you want and not allowing for anything stupid to enter into the realm of your possibilities. If it is not in alignment with what it is that you desire or want for your life, it is just that simple. We don't allow 
what is not in alignment with us, our highest and greatest good. And when you go to pray and demand and command into existence what it is that you want, you, like when it comes down to people, I've come to the realization, you, and I, I think I mentioned in my other video, do not pray for a specific person. You pray for the traits and for the type of individual that you want. And you ask God to bring that to you. Or you ask the universe to bring that to you, whatever you want to pray or believe in. But the point is, you are the creator of your own universe, just as God created us, right? Or the universe created us, whatever you want to believe. But the point is, is that if you are not intentional, how can you have what you want, right? Um, and you, when you go to pray, if you pray for a specific thing, like a specific person, um, you don't know what you're praying for. You don't know what energies you're praying for. You don't know what is behind that energy. So it's very important that you pray for the attributes and beautiful things that you want within the person that you hope to be with next. Um, and then I would say my last point is if you have a closed heart and not an open heart for meeting uh, the right person, it's not right for you today either. Because if you, if you go out into the dating world with a closed heart, you're going to receive closed experiences. That means that even if you have the right first, the right person before you, if you can't receive it, um, then you're not going to be able to have a good relationship, which brings me to my next point. I just thought about it right now. The part about working on yourself, if there was something in your relationship that caused you heartache and pain, you must work on yourself to fix anything about yourself that caused you issue within your relationship to begin with. Um, because by working on yourself, that's going to open up, that's going to be able to, that's going to make it to where you're able to open up your heart for new love, for new relationships. Because think about it. If you still have the same issues that you have within the last relationship, why would you be ready for a relationship? Even if you want one, you could, yeah, you, we, we all want to have a good loving relationship, but you're not going to be in a state for receiving it. If you're still holding emotional insecurities from your previous relationship stemming from the things and the hurts that you experienced, right? Um, and part of healing is changing those things, which brought you the most pain and sadness and fixing them and making those things into your strength. When you can make your weaknesses into your strength, my goodness, the sky is the limit. When you can make your weaknesses, your strength, the sky is the limit. Um, so anyhow, guys, these are just like a few things to look for when starting your dating journey after divorce. I'm going to leave it at here, but I just really hope that some of these things were eye opening for you. I just really hope for you guys that y'all are in the best mental state possible with the most happiness and that you're able to find the most loving and beautiful relationships. And I, you know, that's, that's my ultimate goal for whoever I decide to settle down with, um, in this next chapter of my life, I want to attract the best partner possible, but also I do that with an open, with open eyes and an open heart. That means that my eyes and my heart are both open for the experience of love, but I also, my eyes are open for things that are not in alignment with what it is that I truly want. And if it's not in alignment, guys, whether it's a scam artist or whether it's just a person that's not right for you, it's okay to say no. You are not obligated to date or um, go into something farther and longer than what you want. 
saying no is key. Because if you say yes to something just because you want to fill in the gap, you might be delaying finding the love, the actual love of your life, and you're blocking out the actual goodness that could be. So we don't, when we're looking for the person that we're supposed to be with, we need as much clear um, energy. So anyone who's a time waster, anyone who is showing you they're not worth your time, they're do they're just not in alignment with your purpose for life or anything like that, just gently and kindly let them know. And if they can't accept it, it's okay to block. But the point is, is that in all that we do, we do with love and compassion. Um, even I had dealt with a few scammers, you know, love and compassion and letting them go. It's not that serious, but you, but you guys must be aware of all the things that could happen. And I just want you guys to make the best choices possible. So um, I hope this was helpful. And until next time, guys, I'm Crystal Marie. Um, and of course, I want, I also want to mention one last thing. I know I keep saying one last thing, but seriously, I'm creating a book currently on this very topic of finding love after divorce. So this book should be ready within the next couple of months. And, um, I'm, I think by next month, I'm going to put some books on pre-order. Um, I'm going to start promoting on all my social media platforms because the word of how to date properly and how to get what you want um, out of your relationships is just is just so important. And I know there's many books out there, but I think this is going to be the uh, most comprehensive covering of what it is we truly need to be aware of and with inside, internally, and then externally, because all of it matters. It all comes together to blend into something beautiful and to be able to attract what it is that you truly deserve. But anyways, you are worthy. You are worth so much. You are a blessing and remember that you are loved. All right, guys, I love y'all. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day wherever you are in the world. Bye, guys.